ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. that I decided to leave Akuse and, and uh, relocate to Accra. And uh, coming to Accra means we'll have to uh, look for a church to attend. And uh, when, whilst I was preparing to attend, uh, look for, I, mean, I was preparing my things, uh, packing my things in here, I drove through this place and I saw a writing on the wall there, the mega church. Then somehow, I really, like a flash, you know, of light just, it just flashed like a light on my face. Then I said, no, I have to bring my family here and see whether uh, this is the place that we have to be. Hallelujah. And uh, we followed that up. We came here and we were powerfully received. Hallelujah. And uh, since then, we've been working in the church. But the testimony I want to share with you to encourage you, uh, today, yesterday we had a meeting with Bishop Dark, and he one of the things that I picked from his presentation is that poor people despise the wisdom of giving. Hallelujah. And so when we came here last year, uh, yeah, sometime last year, Bishop made an announcement that we should sow into the Healing Jesus Crusade. Uh, before then, they put a big banner here. And we saw our uh, father with his hands like that. And, and I saw the crowd. And I was really, I mean, motivated by the huge crowd that was being, you know, fathered by this ministry. And I said, I'm going to be part of that thing. Hallelujah. I told myself that I was going to be part of that thing. So when they said we should give, I just readily saw into that ministry. When I did that, something happened. My business, I work with VRA, and we, I mean, as a government worker, you take a salary. But if you are sincere to yourself, everybody knows that your salary doesn't really take you far. And so I have a, my own, as an engineer, I have a, my consultancy, the power consult. And it has been dead for, for years. You know, there was no job. And even when the job comes, I felt that I'm too busy. There's no way I could have time to do any extra job to earn income. But then when I did that, the two contracts just came my way. For many years, these are contracts in, in U.S. dollars. And, uh, and it's like I'm the only one my, uh, who can do that thing. So my biggest challenge was how am I going to manage the work I'm doing now and then deliver on this contract. It is a very serious contract with international this, and they are going to demand on you. So I prayed to God to give me, and then before then we went to a camp, and the bishop also taught us that if they give you assignment to do, you have to recruit help. So I realized that I've not been recruiting help. I've just been, every time I believe in myself, try to do everything myself. So I decided to pray to God that he should give me a help. So that morning, I prayed, I went to the office, and the, the help that I was thinking I was going to get was an, an old man who I've been using in the past. So when the old man came, he came with his son, okay, and the son just finished university, he has just finished his national service, so I asked, gentlemen, are you a civil engineer? He said, yes. Do, did you do structures? He said, yes. Do you know AutoCAD? He said, yes. Then I said, all right, I'm employing you right here. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, 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 and that has been, I mean, wonderful. This guy has been a great assistant to me. I'm helping him to do things that ordinarily he wouldn't have known. 
But because I've already prepared these things down, he's just flowing and he's doing great things. And I want to thank God for what I mean, he has done for me. This contract has actually changed everything around me, my finances. Thank you, Jesus, for this. Shall we clap for you? Hallelujah. your hands for this beautiful testimony you will be sharing your testimony very soon you will be standing here and sharing your testimony very soon you have always clapped it is time for someone to also clap for your testimony do you believe it it will happen to you practically clap your hands for Jesus I want to welcome you to our flagship service at the Bread of Life Cathedral, the Victory Service, pastored by Reverend Michael Samani and Pastor Peter Asidi. Clap your hands for Jesus. I am Uncle Edwin, the visiting preacher this morning, and it is my greatest joy to wish all fathers a happy Father's Day. And to also wish a special group of people in this church who are ladies. But they are ladies with a difference caring for the flock visiting them guiding them and making their walk with God a lot easier on this day I consider female shepherds pastors zonal leaders also as fathers of the flock who deserve to be celebrated. Clap your hands for the great work they are doing. And to all young men, old men, medium age men it is my prayer that the Lord will use you to channel his love and his care to many who are waiting for someone to arrive your pastors cannot do all of this work may you also be like Paul who would say for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel so whether you are a teenager you are elderly, you are a young man may you give birth to sons and daughters and thereby be a spiritual father who gives succor to many. So I want to thank the Lord for everyone fathering the sheep of God, serving, sacrificing. May your labor not be in vain in the Lord, according to 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Please turn your Bibles. 
to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7 for our memory verse before we sit down. And I think one of these days I am going to dedicate one Sunday to celebrate shepherds. Shepherd Sunday is going to come very soon because I believe that they are very special and must be recognized and celebrated. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 7. Shall we read? One go. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. Again, one go. Is there, um, I would like to know how many of you are here without a Bible. Can I see your hand? By the grace of God. You don't have a Bible. Let me see your hand. Can you give me a wave? Right. I'm praying that very soon God will bring a Bible your way. Amen. Or that you will sacrifice and buy a Bible. Amen. If you are certain, please stand to your feet, except you are nine months pregnant. So let's read it again. One go, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. One go. All right, let's start again. One go, 1 Corinthians. Let's start again. Let's read aloud. One go. First. Hallelujah. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to the pastors. Sorry. To the zonal leaders. Oh, sorry, I, my version. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to the school prefects. It's given to who? Every man. And I'm sure you know man means man, woman. Yeah. To profit without. So, what this verse is saying is that there is a certain blessing that comes upon a Christian when he or she allows the spirit of God to be expressed in you to be manifested in you next month I'm starting a new series in my shine service shine service you know I have a service on Saturday evenings for the university student, it is hot and spicy, very nice, with good music. And also for the senior high students. So I want to invite all the university students, senior high, come for shine, and you will shine. Yes. I've told them that next month I'm starting a new series. The title is The Power and the Glory. The power and the glory. There is a certain beauty that will never come into your life except you, you experience the power of God. The power of God. So, may the Spirit of God manifest Himself in you. May the power of God flow through you. And may it be a source of beauty in your life. Amen. So let's go. One go. First Corinthians chapter 12.
for the last time. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with that. First Corinthians chapter 12. Let off the gen. That is turn off your iPad or close your Bible. And quote the verse your neighbor. One go. First Corinthians chapter 12. He said to you to every woman. Every man. Okay. Clap your hands for Jesus and maybe see that for a few minutes as I share with you the word of God today. What a lovely Sunday. In the same way the week ahead is going to be lovely for you also. The same brightness today will be the same brightness Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Financial brightness, emotional brightness, marital brightness, supernatural brightness. You will not be in the dark in Jesus' name. I began to share with you from chapter 17. Uh, sorry, um, I said 17. 18 chapter 18 the mysterious purposes of full time ministry I told you last week that when we say full time ministry we mean somebody who is employed by the church who has stopped his work and it's now a pastor. But in another sense, there is also a definition of full-time ministry. Because many of us may never be full-time in the work of God. But before I go on, I want to say to everyone here today that you must find something to do in the house of God. Don't break your heart. Don't bring disappointment to yourself. You must not give yourself to anything apart from the work of God. It must occupy you. Everyone here must do something for the Lord. Everyone here must work for the Lord. I know you work with VRA. I mean, our uh, moderator today who has steered the service beautifully is one of the country's chief engineers in VRA, but he's also working in the church as a shepherd. As a laborer in the house of God. There are nurses who are shepherds. I am a medical doctor, but I'm a shepherd. There are, there are accountants who are shepherds. There are chiefs who are shepherds. There are students who are shepherds. Everybody must do something for God in the church. And do this fast, quickly, before something breaks your heart. 
that, that is where I talk about full time ministry. Where you give your heart to God's work. Where you give your life to God's work. Because you are intelligent enough to know the difference between the work you do in town that gives you money for your rent and your life's work in serving God as a believer. The, the fact that you earn money from there doesn't mean that it must be your life's work. It is a great privilege to have anything to do for God. It's a privilege to be a video man. It's a privilege for me to stand in front of a thousand plus people to preach the word of God to you today. Today is a Father's Day. And I tell you, there's no greater privilege than to have the privilege of having sons and daughters who are spiritual. They, you did not get pregnant. To, if you are a man, you can't even get pregnant. But in your bowels, in your bowels as a man, you have, you have, you have, you have born and conceived and labored to give birth to sons and daughters. It is a privilege. It is one of the things you, you will wish you had was people in your life. People who, who are around you. In Philemon, Paul to, uh, told him that Remember that you owe your life, your very life to me. Philemon, woman, a poor, a book, Timothy, and Kaya say, Kayunu say what Quan Casano, and Ambesuna Winay. He was begging Philemon for another guy called Onesimus. Now, or the Cotosre, Emma, Philemon, a far, a branch of a friar friend, Onesimus, because Onesimus was not very fruitful and was giving many problems. And Paul was Paul wrote to beg him. But he said, But you cry that I am begging for someone. I'm talking to you and begging you to, to, to receive someone. You yourself to remember that you owe your life to me. Your very self, your very life, you owe it. not to God. Oh. Let me read it to you. Philemon. It's not in the Old Testament. Turn your Bibles. Look, everybody, turn your Bibles. The screen is spoiling us. You don't even have... Don't even know how to find scriptures. Philemon, what? You'll find it. Verse what? Verse what? 19. Are we there? Yes. He said, I, Paul, verse 19, have written it with my own hand. Verse 18 says, if he has wronged you or he owes anything to you, put it on my account. 
that's all. All the things we do as pastors is begging people for others. Always begging, begging this for this. Literally, always making a way for people. That's all. So as he was talking to him, Philemon verse 19. So he said, I, Paul, have written it with my own hand. I will repay it. If he owes you money, you'll be nice to him. When I come, I'll give you the money. Is it 200 Ghana? 1,000 Ghana? I'll pay it. But I want to remind you, Philemon, that among all the things I have said, I have not said to you how you owe to me your very own self beside. The New Living Translation says, and I won't mention that you owe me your very soul. May people owe you their soul, their life, their marriage, their education. May, may people be indebted to you. You cannot live your life like a cow. All about you. everything is about you. Your tail is only used to suck flies from your bottoms. May you use your tail to suck the flies on other animals. Because some animals don't have tails. May the Lord use you to minister to someone. This is the life. It is this life that gives you profits. Yes. When you give yourself to God. I mean, think about it. That as we are coming to church, you came with two people. It's all about the church. Having some attendance. I mean, actually, the place is full. It's full. The next ten people who will come here will have to stand. Ten. Ten people. It's not about that we need members. Stand up, please. Look. What are, are the empty chairs? You can't find chairs. It's not that we want members. It's a set. It's a higher life. It's, that's the proper high life, not the dancing high life. High life, high life. To be a shepherd. God bless you. God bless you. You think the pastors don't have problems? They have problems. But it is a higher life to be able to care for the problems of other people. And by the way, your problems, you're not finished solving them. <laughs> I'm not cursing you, but I'm, I'm telling you. It does it. All of us have got problems. So if you are going to use your personal problems as a, as, as a reason not to minister to others, then you will I was going to say something. Sorry. Working for God. There is something called working for the Lord. Paul says, labor in the Lord. The work of God. You can work for God. In addition to working for AESC. In addition to working for social welfare. You can work. Do working. Do like our sister here. Come, my darling. Were you born a photographer? Please. No, please. Your uncle is the one who is a photographer, not so. No. Nah, what's nah? Your mouth like nah. Which family member is a photographer? No one. No one. So who taught you how to use a camera in the church? It's Mr. Adi. Your uncle who's from Bekwai? Who's Mr. Adi? He. 
This girl is she correct? So, had it not been for church, you would never have used a camera like this. Church is the first time, you, the first time, not your office, not school, not your area, not your house. Where? Here. Here. Where is here? It's church. Church. She's now a professional photographer. Take a picture of this nice man standing here. She's working for God. It's just nice. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great to serve da 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 it is a great yes way to serve the Lord it is a great to say, give Reverend Michael a microphone to also sing. It is a great to serve the Lord. Seven. Listen to your talented solo artist. It is a great Aliu? Aliu? Your pastor can sing and blow the speaker. I see you singing as well. It's a great thing. The guys will say, Onapo. Onapo. Yeah. You won't even get. Yes, so the Greek is onaporific. Onaporific. Give yourself. Holy. When you give yourself holy, you give yourself to meditation. And reading and exhortation. Yes. The who give themselves to serve God are the people who give them. See, when you give yourself fully to serving God, you've given yourself to reading. Meditating. When you don't serve God, there's no motivation to meditate on nothing. Paul told Timothy, he said, Till I come, first Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, give attendance to reading, exhortation, to doctrine. There's a certain amount of the word of God that will never be in you if you are not serving God. 
na se wuntu wo hunche nyamedwuma nyamesembi wo ho a enyaade bi a ebetena wo and therefore since a certain amount of god's work word is not in you it means a certain level of wisdom is outside your life. The more of God's work you do, the more of God's word you will have in your life. And that is a source of great wisdom for you. Wisdom is not... You don't get wisdom by going to Legon. You don't get wisdom by marrying a man or a woman. Paul told Timothy again in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15 that said how that as a child from, from, from your childhood you have studied the word, the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise. The word of God is able to make you wise. And I'm saying this, that when you don't give yourself fully to serving God, to doing his work, there's a certain level of meditation you will never do. Therefore, a certain level of wisdom will be outside your life. It's the people who serve God who, who, who find the word of God meaningful. Many of you are here. The, the, the scriptures we know in the Bible are all scriptures that talk about your success, your prospect. And how many of such verses are there? If you don't serve God, a lot of scriptures are outside your life. Because I want to end by giving you another reason why you must give yourself fully. Those of you who are shepherds and pastors in the church, don't give half of yourself. Give your all. Your whole heart. You know, God's word says in Proverbs, he says, my son, give me your heart. Young girls, give your heart to God before a man breaks it. If you don't listen to me, you will remember me in a bad way. When you give yourself to God to serve Him, that in itself will help you to know what type of man you should marry. You remember because you have already been doing meditation and reading because you are serving God. That's why, why you go to the Bible. And that reading and that meditation makes you so wise that you will not choose a wife based on the volume of buttocks. Never. 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 Or the shape of the thighs. Or the size of the breasts. Yeah. A man who is carrying the wisdom of God uses something better than the size of breasts. Some of you girls, when you are choosing a guy, you choose him because he has got car keys. Somebody asked a, a, a young girl, what type of man do you want to marry? He said, I want to marry a man with 5'5". Five five. You won't believe it. 5'5". Five 5'5". Five. Five five. You, you see that? Foolishness is in the heart. But the wisdom of God which comes by meditation and reading as you serve God because you can't serve God without his word 
not knowing that you, you see, you thought you were you were reading the Bible to go and preach, or you, you were reading the Bible to go and serve. Sana, you were reading the Bible for your own wisdom. Oh, what type of man would you like to marry when you grow? I would like to marry a man with five. See, the girl has got soap bubbles in her head. Soap bubbles. Five five side bends. Ah, I can't think. And no, and no, and you are choosing a man you, you, you talk, uh, the type of man you want to marry you want a man who has got hair on his chest what are you going to do with the hair what you Bema Ben Apeso Waria Beme Huguna Cocoso. Nerina Gukuoso, the damn pan a bearwa dinim. Please ask the nearest sister, what are you doing with the hair on the chair? Why do you want hair? Why? So you can hold it. For what? You can comb it. Father, forgive us our trespasses. Hey, that you can comb. You, go, you don't have a bit of working for God. Your work is to be combing hair on a man's chest. Mercy. Mercy. It's, it's a mysterious people. It's very mysterious that we who are sharing the word of God rather are getting the wisdom of the word of God. That's why if you go to the market, the woman around the, uh, the, the gate, which is towards the police station, who sells charcoal. In the morning, she sells the charcoal. She gives the charcoal out. Charcoal, charcoal, charcoal. But in the evening, she herself has become black. Give yourself. It's mysterious. Another meaning is that when you give yourself fully to serving God, you are actually ensuring your salvation. Your salvation. Because, you see, I don't know if any pastor has told you. You, can, you see, like, like, like your is it, is it necklace? Necklace. Yeah. You can lose it. Are you aware of that? Yeah. This hair. I'm, I'm sure when you go, you remove it. And you become a boy in the house. <laughs> One sister removed her hair. She got to, and the dog came for it. <laughs> All my stories are true. <laughs> she was chasing the dog. The dog was moving. I don't know if she found it. You can actually lose your hair. You can lose money. You can actually lose this iPad. You can lose this phone. You can also lose your salvation. You, you can lose it. A time comes when there is no salvation in your life. But when you serve God, First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 16. He said, For in doing this, because remember verse 15, he told him to meditate 
give yourself wholly to it. Meditate on these things that your profiting may be seen by all. That your profiting may appear unto all. Then verse 16 says, in doing this, thou shalt both oh I love this verse thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear you so what you may not know and I'm ending with this because I put my book down I'm ending with this when you are preaching to others with the mind that you are preaching to save them what you may not know see the mystery behind it is that you are not only saving them but you are also saving yourself Ah, pastor i thought jesus christ saved us so for me say jesus christ have we not been saved by jesus he has saved us but after he saves you now in order not to lose that salvation you go on the journey of serving others preaching to others ministering wow your glass is nice ministering to others And as you minister to others, you are not just saving them. You are saving yourself. Some of us here, in five years' time, we will not find you in the church. And you won't be the first to ensure that you are still in the church. Involve, get yourself involved in the work of saving others. As you save others, you will be saving yourself. As I stand here today, I'm saved by the grace of God. Look, I was a very bad boy. Look, it is very possible I would not have lasted for even one year in the church. Because my ways were fast. Fast. Intelligent and fast. But I thank God that when I, I you see, it's very possible I wouldn't be in church by now if I wasn't a pastor or a shepherd. So by being a shepherd through me, by the grace of God, thousands of people have been saved. But what you may not know, see, if you are clapping, then wait, wait till I tell you and I give you a better reason to clap that beyond the thousand people who have been saved I myself am still saved because I have involved myself in the work of saving others now you can clap if you want to clap those of you who are not everybody those who want to clap that's why the bible doesn't confuse us Say, he, he that labors labors for himself you are not working for anybody you are not a shepherd over anybody you are not a zonal leader zoning anybody you are zoning for yourself thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee May somebody hear you from tonight. Very soon, may you be standing and sharing the word of God with someone. In Jesus' name.
Please close your eyes. If you are here today and you are not born again, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, everybody close your eyes. Somebody wants to take a decision. Every eye closed, upstairs, everywhere. Pastor, I want to be born again. I need Jesus. Wherever you are, please lift your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. If, if you want to give your life to Christ, lift your hand. If you want to be born again, lift your hand. Please. Yes, and if your hand is up, please come to me in front here. I want to pray for you here. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come. Yes, come. 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 Come with your five five. Come. Come. Come, my darling. Let's close our eyes. And lift your two hands. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry. I've come today. I'm not going back. I have sinned. I've done many bad things. I'm stopping all of them today to follow you. Please help me to stay in church, to be close to you. When I die, to go to heaven. Please write my name in the book of life. I thank you for my salvation. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend. Keep listening and keep living passionately for God.